Now imagine you went to a relatively weaker school, right? Not a target school, not a prestigious school that you know makes people you know salivate when they hear the name of a school like Stanford, Harvard, Wharton, INSEAD, HEC, and so on. Right? Imagine you went to a pretty average school, but you're a smart person, right? You're definitely sharp. You know what's happening, and you enter a consulting firm, right? So you have a weak school on your resume, right? What happens now? This is more common than you think. I mean, uh, consulting firms don't only hire from the Ivy Leagues and the top schools. They hire from good schools, and there's a broad mix of schools that constitute what, what is a good school, right? But by and large, you know, if you come from a slightly weaker school, you, the candidate, tends to view yourself, tends to view yourself as inferior to other candidates. And what we find is that if you, let's assume you came from a school that's not ranked in the top 30 in the United States. You worked hard, you got in. It wasn't easy, but you eventually made it into McKinsey or BCG or whatever it is, right? Well, the first thing you have to understand is that this is an industry that worries about image. Yes, you came from a weaker school. Not only will you feel worse, if you allow people to dismiss you, they will dismiss you. So as soon as you tell people, I came from, I don't know, let's say Halt Business School. You're one of those people who got in from Halt Business School in the Middle East, right? They're going to, most of them never heard of it. They're going to think, oh, you came from Halt. You probably just made it in here, right? You're going to be treated badly. Not imp- not explicitly, but implicitly, people are going to dismiss you in the back of their head. They're going to say, well, he came from Halt. He probably just made it in. He's probably not going to last long, right? Now, two things are going to happen here. Either you accept that and you act as if you are worse than other people, which, believe me, in a consulting industry where image is everything, if you allow people to dismiss you and treat you weakly because you, because you came from a weak school, they're going to walk all over you. Or... People are always going to dismiss you because you came from a weak school, but you don't allow that to influence your confidence, your willingness to take risks, and your willingness to step up and challenge people, right? Consulting, consultants ultimately are bullies. They are intellectual bullies. They're intellectual bullies because they know they came from the best schools. They know they're highly trained. They know they have the name of McKinsey or BCG behind them. So when they step into a ring with someone, they can push you around. If you come from a weak school, you cannot allow that to happen to yourself. I did not go to a... I went to a good school, but not a great school. I didn't go to Harvard, right? I didn't go to one of these amazing business schools. I went to a school that is renowned for scientific skills, but not for business skills. And even though it's renowned for scientific schools, when I joined, it certainly wasn't a target school for consulting firms, right? Today, it's more or less a target school, but when I joined, it wasn't a target school. And I remember sitting in my first meeting and a Wharton MBA sitting across from me, a nice guy, and he was telling me about, you know what, you know, I've done this many times and um, I think you should do the pricing analysis the way I, th- I asked you to do it. He's much older than me. He's like 35 years old, right? And I'm looking at him now. It's all about mindset, right? I could have very easily have said, you know what, he went to Wharton, he's older than me, he's more experienced. Um, he's about 35 years old. I'm guessing he's about 35 years old, right? Maybe 33, 35, I don't know, somewhere around there. He's about 33, 35 years old, and um, he must know better. I'll just follow him. If you allow people to walk all over you and tell you what to do, you're never going to make it. You have to think for yourself. And this is what went through my head. Well, I thought to myself, okay, you're 35 years old and you're a damn associate. You know, you shouldn't be telling me what to do. You should focus on your career and try to get promoted rather than getting managed out in a few years. Obviously, I didn't say this, but that was going through my head. So intuitively, I have a mindset that doesn't allow me to be pushed around. I don't allow people to push me around because I know I'm smart. I may not have gone to the best business school in the world, 
but I went to one of the best scientific schools in the world and I know more than other people and I believe in my skills. And because I believe in my skills, I challenge people on merit. I don't defend myself. I explain, okay, you want me to do the pricing for this reason, but the client wants this and this is what the, the strategy team is trying to solve. Don't you think that this is what we need to do because it addresses the two most important objectives we are chasing? And then he says, yeah, yeah, that makes sense and so on, but maybe you should speak to the partner. As soon as someone says that, you should speak to the partner, you know they backed off. They know they can't push you around because you can challenge them and merit, right? When you are challenged and you are going to be challenged, it's like being in a, in a kid in a, in a kindergarten or wherever it is, you're going to be picked on by the intellectual bullies. You've got to stand up for yourself. You've got to be able to not only talk up but be able to defend yourself and merit. You can't go into the, you know, um, um, lavatories and start crying your eyes out and bawling your eyes out that no one wants to listen to you. No one wants to listen to you because usually you have nothing important to say or if you have nothing, or if you have something important to say, you're doing it with the worst kind of body language. You're basically doing it in such a way that someone has to give you the opportunity to speak. You must never do that. If you go to a relatively weaker school, you have to be able to defend yourself. But most importantly, you have to have the mindset that says, you know what? What I have is important to say, and I'm going to say it. And I always think back to this example with this Wharton guy, right? Because of my attitude of questioning everything, I just looked at him and I said, you're 33, 35, you're only an associate. You shouldn't be lecturing me. You should be going back to the drawing board and trying to think to yourself what you're trying to do. You may call that flippant, but it's... It is having confidence. You have to be able to feel proud of what you've done. No matter who you are in the world, there's always going to be someone better than you. And if the only way to be confident is to be better than everyone else, then you're automatically going to be very miserable throughout the rest of your life. You have to have confidence in your skills and use whatever skills you have, okay? As always, I'll be happy to comment and respond as needed. Thank you.